0: All right, you tuned in to the free range human show of choice, your daily dose of reality radio. It starts right now. This is the Clay Edwards show. I'm, of course, Clay Edwards. I am live here on a post Thanksgiving weekend Monday morning as we get ready to wind down the month of November. Chilly. I know at one point I looked down in my car and it said it was 33 degrees coming in. Fat boy weather. Guys, it's our time. Bust out them hoodies. Hide them dad bods. It's our time to shine. <laughs> All right, real quick, I want to do, uh, be serious here. Um, of course, we're streaming worldwide at WYAB.com. We don't have an app, but you can turn that little, you can turn that WYAB.com listen live section into an app. Go to the website from whatever browser you choose on your phone, hit Go to WYAB.com, click Listen Live, and then uh, hit the little button that says, that gives you the option to save as favorites or uh, save to home screen, whatever kind of phone you have, and boom, you've got a WYAB app streaming this radio station, 365, 24-7, at the click of a button. As always, we are on 103.9 FM WYAB here in the central Mississippi area. And the TuneIn app. Just search W-Y-A-B as well as Alexa. All right, man. Uh, I had a friend of mine pass away over the weekend. Been battling some health issues. Uh, Fan of the show. I met him through the show, actually. Uh, Ryan Pace. Uh, Ryan was a great guy down in the Morton, Pillahatchie area. You always hear me talk about I had a good plug. Like he was my drug dealer. I had a good plug on free-range eggs. Ryan was my was my egg plug. He'd always um, bring him up to Brandon. Either him or his mom would meet me there at the Ramey's parking lot or even bring him by the house. And always brought me my good brown, fresh, free-range eggs. And Ryan was such, such a good dude and had been battling some health issues and glad that he is no longer in pain. And uh, a <clears throat> sad situation there. Young fellow. I mean, I say young. He's probably my age, 46, 47, something like that. Well, he was born in seventy nine, died in twenty three, so be about forty four, forty years, forty four years old. But uh, if you knew Ryan, uh, if you're curious about uh, funeral arrangements, visitation will be from five to eight Friday, December twenty first. I'm that's this Friday at Otten Lee in Morton, and then visitation will also be from nine to ten thirty a.m. Saturday morning with the funeral starting a little thereafter let's say chapel service starts at 11 so a visitation friday friday night five to eight uh early visitation saturday morning nine to ten thirty and then the funeral starts at 11 saturday morning that's all there at the otten lee funeral home in morton so if you knew ryan great loss man my allison lee knowy that comes in behind me i think she was related to him somehow another also so just a good dude man good dude and um Will be missed. So, wanted to make sure we did not forget to mention that this morning. So, we led with it. Today's show will be dedicated to Ryan. And uh, I still got all his egg cartons. He always got mad at me for not giving him back his egg cartons. And am like, man, I just keep forgetting. But I got a huge stack of egg cartons <laughs> in one of my kitchen cabinets now. But uh, I guess I will hold on to those or get them back to his mama. So, all right. It's no easy way to change gears from that, but we're going to do it. Let's start with this. Over the weekend, we had a effed around and found out grand championship given out to three different little Jacksonians. And guys, these things get more and more surprising if it's even possible at this point. I'm almost numb to it, honestly. I'm trying to pretend to be. I'm trying to pretend to be disgusted, but I, really, it's just a, another day at the office in Jackson, Mississippi, unfortunately. So <clears throat> I'm going to let WLBT tell the story, and then I'll give you my thoughts and opinions. Three people behind bars tonight after an armed carjacking that happened right here in the Metro. A 14-year-old girl, a 15-year-old boy, and 21-year-old Amer Jerome Lewis are all accused of carjacking a blue Honda Civic. It happened along Clinton Boulevard near Hillside around 655 last night. Members of the Action Unit found the Honda on Bailey Avenue near Woodrow Wilson Boulevard. The driver attempted to get away when he noticed JPD officers and later crashed into another car. And that's when all three suspects ran away. JPD was able to find them and take them into custody. So Jackson has an action unit. I saw one of my cop, one of my JPD buddies Saturday night. and I was like, Jackson got action, son. That's like their own version of the jump out boys. I like hearing about it. I like hearing the JPD got an action unit. That's good stuff there. That's good stuff, man. You can see the JPD guys are walking with their heads up a little higher, shoulders back. You know, they get that swagger going about them nowadays. I, I dig it. We need more action in Jackson. Y'all are giving me some good content, and you're making the streets safer. But let's circle back to this one. A 14-year-old girl. Let's not bury the lead here. A 14-year-old female, a 15-year-old male, and a 21-year-old who must be the OG, OG, triple OG, the director of chaos, carjack, armed carjack. I guess aren't all carjackings armed at this point. I'm just going to assume that in in the city of Jackson, that for you to be able to steal somebody's car while they're in it, you probably got a gun of some sort or or a big knife. Most people in Jackson, you know, they're kind of numb to this type stuff, too. They ain't gonna just give their car to you. Like you're gonna have to be armed. So I'm just gonna assume that all carjackings moving forward, they were armed. You know, don't get me wrong, I guess there's the I guess there's a the rare case where somebody could just roll up on you and snatch you out the car at a red light or something and you not see it coming, jump in and take your car. Nothing would surprise me. But I'm just gonna assume that everyone involved a hand some type of gun and or large knife, if not both. But Fourteen and fifteen year old. Out carjacking folks. Culture rot. Absolute culture rot. You know, we didn't, I didn't go look at the comments, I made some videos on it, but I haven't looked at the comments yet. It's actually one of my lesser viewed videos. Cause people are getting numb to it also. oh yeah, look. More culture rotten Jackson. Whoop de woo. Fourteen and fifteen-year-old out armed carjacking folks. Where's the, you know? I know somewhere in the comments under WLBT or the Save Jackson or WAPT or whoever, somebody's going to say, "Yeah, but crime happens everywhere." Clay, Clay. Yeah, but but crime happens everywhere. It, it does, and in Rankin County, Friday was it Friday night? or was it, it was Wednesday night, uh, Thanksgiving Eve, I issued one of these effed around and found out grand championships to a white dude out there who had uh, shot two people and also stabbed one of them. And Rankin County Sheriff's Department immediately caught him, and boom, he was in jail. Kudos to JPD for catching these cats immediately. But this is something, and I'm not trying to justify it, My point being, I don't think we got 14- and 15-year-olds out carjacking folks in Rankin County. I I just don't believe it. And I know there is a segment of people who think that, and one poor lady called the show one time trying to make the argument that crime that happens in Rankin County doesn't get uh, doesn't get reported because they don't want to make Rankin County look bad. That there's that it had just as many murders as Hines County. I almost fell out of my seat when this lady said that. You can't fart in Rankin County without somebody knowing about it or posting about it. On one of those real talk Facebook groups, you think they're hiding murder? Come on, man, come on. What do y'all think, man? Is there any? Is there any fixing the core of Jackson? Look, I'm all for more police. I'm all for expanding the CCID, the Capital City Improvement District. I'm all for more judges. Of course, when you got a George Soros fund to DA, it is what it is. These kids will probably get off with a little slap on the hand. Now, guys, guys, promise Mr. Soros you won't do this again, and he's going to let you out. Promise you won't do it again. Mr. Soros will let you out. You know, as I'm being a little sarcastic there, I think I just stumbled onto an idea. You know, we all that listen to this radio station, this radio show, probably assume, I'm going to speak for all of us here, that a lot of these paid agitators, these outside agitators that go into these areas and do all this protesting and stuff, the, uh, these professional agitators, professional protesters. Now, there's a lot of us that we've heard over the years that they're paid by Soros-funded groups, Allegedly. What if these George Soros funded DA's that let these kids off lightly, that let these criminals off lightly are telling them, "Here's how you pay us back." Let me get your let me get your contact information, and when we need paid agitators to go burn a city down or to go protest something that we don't like, you're who we're going to use, and you're going to look really mad about something you may not know nothing about. Get your phone number, get your email address, and we're gonna come for our receipt at some point. I think I just stumbled onto onto something here is that a is that some kind of federal crime to do that? Let's take a call this morning. Hey, good morning. you're on there. Hello, hey, you're on there Hey. Guys, when you get ready to call, be, be ready to go. And preferably, because it doesn't sound great on radio, preferably take me off Bluetooth if you get ready to call the show. Let's try this one more time. Hey, good morning, you're on there.
1: Morning, I had a poor connection. I'm
0: a bit of a poor connection myself.
1: About 90% of the crime we've got. Let's blame it on the one that started it, Lyndon Johnson. We've had like three generations now that, you know, you get a check whether you do anything or not. You're going to get food stamps whether you do anything or not. And now these clowns are wanting more, so they're entitled. They just go out and take it. And that's what's wrong. You think about it. We have three generations have sat around on their butts and got fat, white and black alike. And they think they are entitled. Now me, when they come up on me, I'm only entitled to two hundred and forty grains. Repeatedly. You know, and you I, think, and And that's, that's the, what and
0: the, that's, what people, you, that's what more people that's what more people need more people need to do. It's time to start making some examples out of folks and drinking beer and or wine or mixed drinks or whatever from the skulls of our enemies.
2: Yes. And I mean
1: The only thing, and I'll tell you the difference, if in Rankin County somebody jerks open my car door with a gun and I kill them, and I didn't say shoot them, kill them, uh, they're going to do an investigation and I'm going to go home. that happens in Jackson, I'm going to probably get prosecuted because it's crossways in Jackson. And I actually pity the police department, the guys that work on the ground for Jackson PD. Really do. And... Something that happened. To you, I live in Rankin County. I don't mind telling. You, I live people. I live in the Clary community. We got a neighborhood. Watch. God, God's. Country. I mean, if you, if your kid is speeding, you know, we know what the kid was wearing within seven minutes over Facebook. And I mean, people will call you out. I mean, they don't mind putting your tag number out there and your address.
0: Oh, especially now and, that they can post in those groups anonymously.
1: Yes, and I'm proud of that. I'm glad, you know, that we have people that are tough on crime, and uh, you th- they say you don't report it, but you're just about right. You break wind loud, and it'll be on a Real Talk Facebook community page before you get through with the last little molecule air coming out.
0: Oh, yeah, before the stench has gone away.
1: Yeah, and uh, I, uh, it My whole deal is crime is because we've raised a gimme gimme society. Where's my check? Where's my check? You know, and, uh, I can give you an incident of what's wrong too with, I had a friend who was in a, a motor vehicle accident. I carried his wife to the hospital. Uh, it was a trauma case and they carried him to UMC. We went in through the emergency room and, you know, there were people up there that had a headache, had a little cut on their finger, but they go up there because they get it free. And me, I'm chilling out every month, so I have insurance, so I go to the doctor or another hospital. So it's the give me, give me society that we've raised. Everybody's entitled to—people They don't, people don't want an equal chance. They just want to be equal. You know, I work—I'm I'm 74 years old. I still work every day, and I work hard. But there's people that have never worked, and they're 20. They want exactly – they want a house like I got, a car like I got, a truck like I got, an income like I got, and clothes like I got, but they want to sit on their butt and not get it. Well, when they don't get it, they go out and try to take it. And I'm all for playing cowboy and criminal. And, you know, that'll help a little bit. Look, man, I appreciate your show. You take care, brother.
0: Hey, buddy, I saw your message this weekend too. I'll get you, I'll, I'll get you an answer on that also.
1: Uh, look, I need that man. I really do. I would like to go out trip. The light, fantastic.
0: I got you, brother. I'll, I'll shoot you some, right, shoot it, you some ideas. Take Thanks, care. brother. Uh-huh. All right, let's take a break real quick. Come back. Phone lines are wide open. Six zero one eight seven nine zero 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 two. The guns and gear text line seven six nine two four one nineteen forty. We've got a couple texts there. I'd like to get more. But would like to hear from you all this morning. This is The Clay Edwards Show. We'll be right back. Welcome back into The Realist Show on the radio, The Clay Edwards Show. A uh, quick shout out, man. Quick shout out to my boy. <laughs> he calls himself Big Bad Booty Man. <laughs> <laughs> his name's Troy. Shout out to my Uber driver, Troy from the weekend. If y'all need a uh, a good Uber man, Troy is your guy. I don't know how you request them. I know, You know, I just I had his phone number from the last time, so I just called him. But uh, if y'all need a good recommendation on an Uber driver, we got some great Uber drivers that listen to this radio show religiously. By the way, so shout out to my Uber drivers. And by Uber, I'm using it as using it as a catch-all. Uber, Lyft, whatever. Shout-out to y'all. Uh, much appreciation. The folks that are in their vehicles a lot, that do a lot of driving, uh, good folks, man. Good folks. Uh, Shout-out to Jason, uh, his wife. Good folks, man. Just the whole crew. Uh, Miss Sylvia. I ain't heard from Miss Sylvia lately, but she out there making that money, so kudos to her. All right, let's see, man. This segment, real quick, is going to be brought to you by, not my Uber driver, <laughs> how about... How about my friends down at Mercy House <clears throat> Teen Challenge Auto Center? you in the market for a ten to $20,000 vehicle, maybe even a cash car. They don't last long, but they do get the cash cars down there at Mercy House Teen Challenge Auto Center right there in Crystal Springs. Uh, you can find their website, mercyhouseautocenter.com. And what's so great about doing business somewhere like Mercy House Auto Center is the money goes back to Mercy House Teen Challenge where they help beat addiction and put fathers back in homes. See, what happens without the father in the home is stuff like what happened in Jackson where you got 14- and 15-year-olds armed carjacking people. You get the father back in the home, he beats their little butts. Now, this is me improvising here a little bit. I'm speaking for Clay Edwards, not for Mercy House here. But that's the kind of work that they do when they're putting fathers back in homes. That's the importance of getting the father back in the home. Anyway, it goes to fund Mercy House Teen Challenge, where they're doing the God, where they're doing the Lord's work, and you're able to get a good deal on a vehicle. They got financing options for everybody, you know, good, bad, whatever. They can get you rolling with enough money down. They will get you rolling and uh, get you a good, dependable vehicle. Also, you got an old car, running or not, sitting around. Maybe you and maybe a family member passed away, and you're handling their estate and you need to get rid of a vehicle, you can donate it to Mercy House Auto Center and get the tax write-off. They'll come haul it off, whatever. So I had a buddy of mine, did it not too long ago, donated a truck to the guys. So kudos, kudos to him. But you can do that too, get that tax write-off. Contact them today, mercyhouseautocenter.com. If you ever have any questions about any of these sponsors on the show, feel free to DM me. And I'll, I'll gladly give you any information I have. I try to use... Obviously, I can't buy a car on a regular basis. But I try... I have friends that have. You know, I, I can give you their personal experience. I can give you a referral for anybody, for any of these people that be, that advertise here. You know, either I've supported them or one of you guys have supported them. And I'll gladly give any information I can. I had a 30-minute conversation at Shuckers the other night about my testosterone replacement with a buddy of mine. So, I... I enjoy talking about that stuff, and uh, again, I don't mind answering any questions you may have. All right, let's see here. Let's read some of your text messages on the Guns and Gear text line. (laughs) But but yeah, all, all joking aside, man, Troy's one of the best Uber drivers I've had. Good people. Jess on the Guns and Gear text line says, When I saw that yesterday, I said, why is a 15-year-old hanging out with a 21-year-old? Where are their parents? Well, that's that's that—that's my $5 million question. When I was that age, if I was hanging out with somebody that old, you better believe my parents knew who they were, who their parents were, and what they were into. Yeah, man, if I was 15 and I was hanging out with a 21-year-old, well, I just wasn't doing that. Well, I mean, that's a red flag for me. You know, if you're 21 and you're hanging out with a 15 year old, that's a six year window there. Seven year for the for the uh, for the 14 year old girl. Seven. That's a big seven year window at that age. I mean, that, that, some potential potential uh, sexual crimes being committed. I mean, because good lord, if they'll still if they'll carjack together, I don't think. Following the age of consent rules are necessarily high on their book, high on their list. So, food for thought. I wonder if that's investigated in a case like this. Like, hey, by the way, if y'all are y- y'all dating? You know, any, you know, just any question. I mean, if they lie, they lie. It is what it is. But it would uh, it would definitely be a question that got asked if Clay Edwards was in the investigation room. Let's read some more of your text messages. Blake says, It's sad that the city, it's sad that the city that I feel the most need to carry in is the one, is the one city I would be scared to defend myself for the fear of being prosecuted for not doing anything wrong. And that's the catch 22 with Jackson, right? It's the one city that, You fear for your life if you don't have a gun. Frankly, you fear for your life if you do have a gun. But it's also the city that if you use your gun in a self-defense situation, you go from being the victim to being the perpetrator. Real quick. You, 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 You better get your defense team ready. Now look, is every... Look, we can be a bit hyperbolic on the show sometimes. You know, we try to be over the top, have a good time, try to drop points home. Do I think every confrontation that makes you feel uneasy should end in somebody getting blasted? Absolutely not. I do believe that's a last resort situation. I want to make sure I'm on record saying this. I don't think somebody hurting your feelings should, or making you feel a little uneasy, should be cause for shooting them because that's what's happened in Jackson. That's why Jackson has so many homicides is you've got a bunch of weak minded people who take internet beef and people disagreeing with them as that interpersonal conflict that Chalkway really loves to talk about. That's because people are weak and don't know how to handle their emotions. It's just a lot. It's generational as well. You know, little young Gen Z kids out there killing each other. It's crazy. Like rejection. It's it's, it's it's crazy to see how, how far people will go when they get rejected because they're not used to being rejected nowadays. Whether they swipe left, swipe right, I've talked about this at nauseam on the show. This generation, rejection is like conflict. They don't know what to do. Somebody like backing baby in a corner by tell, by telling baby no. We 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 started giving them. Mainly, we started giving their parents participation awards. And now those those people, they got participation awards. They've got kids now. You feel old yet? They got kids. And this is Gen Z folks and a lot of millennials, too. And frankly, people who I'm 46, I consider myself a Gen Xer. I'm right on the edge there. I'm not going to call myself a Zillennial. I refuse to. It's blasphemous. Anybody born after eighty can be a zillionial. I'm seventy-seven. You know, we're just as guilty too. But at least before cell phones and before all of that, we had to, we had to make eye contact. You know, and I, I keep I keep taking this back to like dating, but it can be anything else. It can be a job application. Now they can just get rejected online then nobody ever has to explain anything selling cars. When I sold cars to a younger demographic and I had to tell them, no, like yeah, they get confrontational and get, get defensive. Like I was the bank. Like I was the decision maker. Like I didn't pay their truck note last month and now they can't get one. Like people are not used to hearing no anymore. I love to say no. My life has gotten exponentially better since I got good at saying the word no. I speak fluent no. Because a lot of times saying yes gets your butt in trouble. Yes. Should have said no. Let's see here. Got any text messages? And then we'll take a break and try to keep the show on the tracks. Uh, let's see here. Um. Troy says on the Guns and Gear text line, here's the deal. Jackson has become Mogadishu, legal or not. If you're going to walk on the streets of Jackson, Mississippi, and you are not armed, you're a fool. You're playing Russian roulette. You know it, and everybody knows it. So if you're going to walk in Jackson, you got to do what you got to do because it's now turned into a third world nation, and it's a joke. That's why people are fleeing the cesspool. Have a nice day. And everything he said right there is the stone cold facts and you don't need to be walking around jackson i'm just let's just be 100 about this you don't need to be walking around jackson you need to be in your car doors locked and have the ability to punch that gas and go always have your doors locked this little bump and rob game they like to play at red lights if somebody if somebody bumps me at a red light or stop sign in jackson outside of them totaling my vehicle out I'm, I'm I'm putting that on my uninsured motorist. I, I, we ain't having that conversation today. No, sir. Mm-mm. Not happening. Let's take a break. We'll be right back. All right. Welcome back into the Clay Edwards show. This segment brought to you by a one gear and auto guys. Got any issues with your vehicle? Check engine light on. Brakes not stopping correctly. Making some noises. They can handle all of it there. Take it. break. At A1, gear and auto. Getting ready to go on a holiday trip. Just getting back from a holiday trip. Swing by. Let them do a good checkup on your vehicle. Get any lingering issues taken care of. What they're great at, other than fixing the vehicle, is properly diagnosing your problems right the first time. Justin and his team, they jump on it. They get it fixed, they get you rolling quick, they're affordable, and you can't go wrong with them. But hey, what they specialize in is, again, proper diagnosis, but is your rear end, your gears, your transfer case, all of that stuff. As it's starting to rain again here a little bit, you guys are going to be off-road, whether it's mud riding, deer hunting, whatever, you're likely to tear up your your rear end and transfer cases because you're going to be using them more, let A1 Gear and Auto get that corrected for you. You done put some new big wheels and tires on your truck or Jeep or whatever, you're going to lose a lot of power because those factory ring and pinion aren't built for those 40-inch tires, those 24-inch wheels and all that stuff. But they can get you taken care of over there at A1 Gear and Auto, get you the right ring and pinion put in there in the front end back. So, otherwise, the front won't work if it doesn't have the same as the back. Anyway. A1 Gear and Auto, follow your automotive repair needs today. Located in Florence, Mississippi. Big white building, big red sign. If you're going south on 49 through Richland, they're going to be right there on the right in Florence. Stop by Tom's Fried Pies while you're out there. I like the apple pie. We can arrange pickup. (laughs) Anyway, uh, let's see here, man. Let me get a few more of your texts real quick. Uh, Troy had asked, did I talk about stuff other than Jackson?" That's the core of what we do here, but we get into a lot of national stuff too. When Jackson gives me low hanging fruit, I grab it. And uh, two teens, 14 and 15, carjacking a vehicle is low hanging fruit. And it gives me also the opportunity to bring up the parenting issue around here. But I got some national stuff. We're going to get into the Conor McGregor stuff. It looks like they're going to, looks like Ireland is going to come after Conor McGregor because he had the audacity to speak up. Let's see here. Some more of your text. Steven says, "You're you're also talking about parents that stuck an iPad or iPhone in their kids' hands. They don't care as long as they aren't bothering them. That's it, man. And we just again, we just got a generation that's never had to deal with any real rejection. You know, they they hollered a girl, and on Facebook or Instagram or whatever, and she says no." They just send her a message back, cussing her out real quick, and then block them. You know they—they've never had to look anybody eye to eye and hear rejection or have to overcome an objection. So, let's see here. Jess also says, probably now it'll give her an excuse. Eh, I don't know. I thought that was probably in live time. Something I should have read earlier. Let's see here. Unknown texture. I 100% believe there is a parenting issue globally. It's mortifying. Yep. Well, so speaking of, and we got some more text here. I will get to them. Uh, Real quick, Woodrow, thanks for reminding me. Fingers Taylor has passed away. Uh, Harmonica player for Jimmy Buffett's Coral Reef Band died Thanksgiving Day. Thank you for the reminder there, Woodrow. I meant to mention that uh, Friday and got sidetracked. So let's see here. I got a time to do this. All right. This story just popped up as as we were going live. Well, a couple minutes before I had time to kind of piece it together. Y'all know me. One thing we're going to take up for on this show is false claims of of racism or and re- cancel culture, trying to cancel somebody for something they said, racist or not. 30 years ago. It's like, come on. There's a point where you got to move on. People change. And also, some people are immigrants, and different words mean different things where they, where they are from. But this may be one of the most ridiculous retro cancellations I've ever heard. And that's saying something. Connor Daly is a, is a race car driver, and he races in some, some of the lower NASCAR series, like Xfinity and stuff. Connor Daly loses NASCAR sponsorship over father's racial slur. Well, you must be thinking to yourself, oh, well, you know, what, did the did the father get on the news and, 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 and call Bubba Wallace an N-word? I mean, maybe, you know, I can maybe justify that. No, no, he didn't. He did a... We did a radio interview in 1987, 1987, and um, I'm going to play a little bit of this clip here. This is just nauseating, them dragging up stuff, and again, I always say, guys, context matters in every situation. Context matters. Here is the father. This is a quick little news clip. Uh, It's about a minute and 45 seconds long from WTHR in Indianapolis analyst Derek Daly is the second sports personality here in Indianapolis to fall on the night this week after claims he used a racially insensitive word. Our 13
3: investigates team first broke this story talking about a story that was first told by former Colts broadcaster Bob Lamey. Well this morning Daly is talking about what he
1: said. Matt McCutcheon is in studio with us this morning with the very latest developments in
3: this story. Good morning Matt. Julie Ben, good morning to you and this morning we're getting contacts from Derek Daly. He admits to using the n-word and is giving Eyewitness News the perspective behind when he used it in a 1980s radio interview. Talking about the big
1: changes in my career and my life. I said, I'm now racing in America. I'm uh, with an American team, an American sponsor, an American crew. I said, the only N in the woodpile is me. That was a very commonly used phrase in Ireland saying, I will be the scapegoat. I will be the one responsible if this doesn't go well. And it's such a commonly used word, I use it and, and move on.
3: Now, immediately after that 1980s interview, Daly said several people told him how offensive that N word is in America. He says he's never used it since. Use Daly says he is surprised this has really resurfaced so many years later, and he didn't even really know that he was involved in this whole situation mm-hmm. until he got a phone call from his former employer. We're going to break that down for you coming up here in our next half hour of Sunrise. And,
0: and just for clarity, because there's a lot happening here, the, the interview that we're referencing here
3: was not with Bob Lamy, right? That's what's really kind of interesting in all this. Daly says that Lamy must have been listening to that interview mm-hmm. back in the 1980s when it happened, and then was
0: simply retelling that story last week. Which, as we know, really set off a big week of developments. All right. So this guy is getting retro canceled after he said he would be the in in the woodpile. I've heard that expression once or twice. Again, I don't think that's necessarily an American expression, but even if you want to say, okay, yeah, well, we'll cancel him now. Lily, the uh, the the kidney people, the kidney dialysis machines. Lily, I believe. I mean, the diabetes people. They have canceled their sponsorship with his son's race car who is also a diabetic and they were teamed up because he was a diabetic. That's a line too far. I think all of it's a line too far, but to sit here and say uh, an interview, by the way, they don't have any recordings of, to the best of my knowledge. I've only been investigating this for about seven minutes, but I couldn't find anything uh, immediately they're going to cancel the son? make it make sense, man. Make it make sense. What do you guys think? 601-879-0002 is the phone line. 769-241-1944 is the guns and gear text line. Should the son be, be punished for the sins of the father? Caller, stay on hold. i got to take my break. I'll be right back. All right, welcome back in to the Clay Edwards Show. Let's go straight to the phones here. Hey, caller, you're on hold. I mean, you're on there. Clay? Yes. Yeah, this is Thomas. What's going on?
2: Nothing much. I, thought, I don't I th- like what you're talking about this morning.
0: I thought you were dead.
2: No, 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 no. You didn't woke me back up because you're playing with the N-word this morning on the radio.
0: I thought you had died.
2: L- Listen, what's, what's up with the N-word?
0: Well, apparently some guy said it um, almost 40 years ago, and now his son is losing a job because of it.
2: And that's a great thing. That's
0: a terrible thing.
2: That's a great thing because let me tell you. You represent white America, right? And you guys want to use the N-word so bad, which is so challenging, so immature of you. And my question is why? Why do you want to use the N-word so bad?
0: Who wants to use the N-word? I wish y'all quit using it. I'm tired of hearing it.
2: I'm just saying, that's what you advocated this morning, the use of the N-word by white America. Yeah, publicly. Like, you know, like it was an Instagram video where um, a, a white girl called a bunch of black girls the N-word and they didn't do a uh they didn't do anything to her. Which is surprisingly, but not surprisingly because the black woman is the weakest person on earth right now. The black woman. Nine black woman, women let a white woman, one white woman call them the, the N-word in Bath and Body Works. So mm-hmm. my point is, why do white Americans want to use the N word so bad? Because of freedom of speech? What's we don't. Point? You look no, silly. You're, you're, you're,
0: you're, you're silly. You're missing the point. You're missing the point.
2: No, 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 no. You look silly. Why talk about it? That is blatantly wrong for anybody to use the N word even if it was 40 years ago.
0: Well, yeah, you can't go and back. You can't, and, you can't cancel it. people's children because of something their father said.
2: Yes, you can because I was the father is just like the son. All Apple's right. gonna fall
0: far from the tree. We got to go to our break. Call call back.
2: Yeah.
0: Hey, right, you tuned back in. It's hour number two of the Edwards show here on WYAB. This segment is going to be brought to you by Watchman Security Services. Guys, we talk about it a lot. Crime is everywhere. Some places worse than others you need to get a security system for your home or business. You can get a basic security system that'll notify law enforcement if anybody breaks in or you can ramp it up a notch and you can get the cameras inside excuse me and out with Watchman Security Services. They are a they've been doing this about 17 years now uh, as Watchman Security Services. They are Uh, Mr. Knight, Mr. Eric, has been in the business since 1977. Started with Honeywell and has been continuing ever since. They can turn your home into a smart home. They have the technology, the thermostats, all that stuff. You can get a single doorbell camera. You can get full indoor-outdoor. No job too big, no job too small. Get in touch with Watchman Security Services today at WatchmanSecure.com. That's WatchmanSecure.com dot com. They are uh there was a I wanted to mention one more thing real quick. Um yes, they are on alarm dot com, authorized service provider. That's the word that was eluding me. <laughs> alarm.com authorized service provider. You can do all kind of cool things from your app, from your laptop, everything. They got you covered at Watchman Security Services. Shout out to Eric and Nathan Knight and their whole team over there. At Watchman Security Services again. One more time, Watchman, M A N, WatchmanSecure dot com. All right. So Thomas just rose from the dead. He called from a blot number. <laughs> I did not think we would. Uh, I did not have Thomas on my bingo card to close out the year, but always glad to have him back because it creates endless show content. Um. Here's the thing. Let me borrow John's uh, thing. Here's the thing, Thomas. Nobody wants to use that word anymore. But we also have it shoved in our faces 24-7. In our music. Everywhere. I would like for it to be buried and never used again. But I think to suggest that, somebody, that somebody's father using it in 1987 being justification for a sponsor dropping them in 2023. But that's a bit of a stretch. That's a bit of a stretch. And one thing that we're going to fight on this show, the, the foundation of this show is built on fighting cancel culture. It's pushing back against cancel culture. And that right there is the very definition of cancel culture. I mean, even if they wanted to, I would think it would be ridiculous to fire the father from his job at this point. I think he's retired anyway, but it would be ridiculous to fire him for something that long ago, especially given the context, which whether you agree with it or not, teach their own, but sit here and say that it should cost his son a sponsorship. That, that is wild to me. That's a dangerous place to be. That's dangerous water to be treading in. To suggest that we should now cancel the children of people who said mean words that you didn't like. Man. Let's read some text here. Jess says, ain't no one said anything about it. Uh, Hold on. Jess, I'm sorry. I got your your text out of order there. I'm going to have to skip them. Reagan can says, more than a bit of a stretch, it's stupid. Oh, yeah. Let's see here. Thomas smoking that stuff. This is on the Guns and Gear text line. Unknown texter. Hey, Thomas, until y'all stop using the N-word, especially in rap music, no one is going to take it seriously. Blacks don't take it seriously towards one another. So if you want to get rid of that word completely, then it needs to stop being used on both sides, not just one. Let's see here. Unknown Texture. Tell the guy they make a cream for hurt feelings. Ty says let's see here ty says if that's the case then we should start then we should be canceling the all the fathers of these young murderers in jackson then making sure the child's offspring gets canceled as well just like just like they do and just like the koreans do well that is a novel thought my well we we're setting the bar mighty low here or should i say we're setting it mighty high for purity Setting it mighty high for, for purity. Let's take another call. I'm guessing this is Thomas again. Hey, you're on there. Yeah, this Thomas
2: talking back to rebuttal against the people that's texting you. Okay, my, they miss the point. You got to deal with the consequences when you say stupid stuff. Like what you say, Clay, stupid, you do stupid stuff with stupid prizes. That's all I'm saying. Why would you wanna get into the arena calling somebody n word to their face or publicly? Some people will react to that. It may not be going your favor, is what I'm saying. So why would I walk around calling people n word knowing that it's you know, can 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 cause harm to me. Why would you do that? Well, I don't you know, believe... I, you see, you see, you see a believe. lot of white people getting knocked out, getting <laughs> very hurt calling black people N-words to their face. Why would you do that? You, it, it's pretty much other thing that white people can be doing right now besides wanting to call black people N-words. Hey. Now, with the rap music, you can sing along to a song privately if that's what you do. I mean, hey, whatever. But you better be careful calling black people N-words. Well, I think, black I think you're picking the worst-case
0: scenario place. here. And this your, your topic really has nothing to do with the original topic. Your response doesn't have anything to do with the original topic. Yes, it does. Because guess what?
2: Because what you're talking about, somebody calling somebody N-word 40 years ago, that empowers a stupid kid in the white community to think, oh, well, it's, I'm going to call N-words, too, because this guy back in 87 did it. Publicly, he go out there and get his butt kicked. and he want to say all black people wrong. No, He should have shut his mouth. That's what I'm talking about. It's called talking too much. Why would you want to say the N word? That's stupid. That's why America going down to the ground right now because white people are stupid.
0: <laughs> well, there's definitely there's definitely, are a, around,
2: it, he, that's there's no definitely some of them that's LGBT. There's no different than the LGBT walking around time they want to walk in bathroom. Why do you want walking to the bathrooms and stuff? Why do you want walking, you know, doing stuff that can cost you to lose your life? Learn to live first, okay? Because that can cost your life possibly. You call the wrong black person N-word, It might do something to you. Might now. Because sometimes black people don't do anything when somebody calls them the N-word to their face or publicly, you know what I mean? Basically, what they say, angels uh, uh, run, uh, what they say, fools flock where angels feel the tread. Why you want to tread that water like this? What I'm saying, that's stupidity. That's how I know you just got a GED claim.
0: Because I don't think a kid should be fired for something yeah, like that yeah, said yeah, forty years stupid. ago?
2: Because you stupid, Clay. And that's why I don't fool with you no more you a stupid white boy. And you racist, you real racist, and you're stupid. That's how I know you didn't you don't have a college degree. You didn't get a high school diploma, you stupid. That's a stupid topic. Why don't you bring it up? Why don't you even play with it like that? You gonna inspire a little white kid to get his butt kicked by the wrong people, while around called the wrong people, the N word.
0: Thank you, Thomas. Whew. We should reconsider what time we allow alcohol to be sold at in in and around the city of Jackson. I, I really, I mean, I, it's too early to be that drunk. I don't have any idea. Now, look, I ain't going to try to sit here and rationalize with, with ignorance. But I have no idea how one can take the conversation we had about a guy 40 years ago referring to himself as the "n" in the woodpile to what Thomas just took that to. If that word bothers you so bad, go and start protesting every, every one of these rappers and everybody black on social media you see calling themselves that. So guys, if we want the white people to never use it again, we need to quit using it. I don't use the word. I cringe when I hear it. I always feel like somebody's trying to record me saying it by saying it around me. Like, no, don't don't say that around me. You ain't getting me. You ain't getting me. Nonsense. We don't use the word. Oh, when I say we, I mean generally speaking. Are there some people out there that still say the word in a hatred way? Absolutely. Uh, I know better than that. I know better better than to think, The overwhelming majority uh, that, amongst everybody, there's still a few a-holes out there that use that word. My point is, your parent could have been a Klansman. And if that ain't the life you chose, you, you should not have to pay for the sins of the father. Period. Your father could have been a Nazi. If that ain't the life you chose... That should not be held against you. That's my point. I don't care. I, that will be my heel to die on. If that upsets people, good. You needed to be upset today. Let's take a break. We'll be right back. Welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show Live here on 103.9 FM WYAB. Let's see here. This segment is going to be brought to you by The Big Salad, right there in Flowood. Look, guys, you know you're out there shopping or you're in the Flowood area. You want a good lunch, dinner, salad, wraps, sandwiches. It's the way to go. Even got smoothies there at The Big Salad. But did you know they also offer catering? That's right. Whether you have an office party, a family function, or... Uh, just need to feed your crew at work because you got you got a time crunch. You got to get to. You got a got a deadline. You got to hit the big salad can help you with all of that. Uh, reach out over there to them and they will get you all the information you need. Let's see here. You can reach David at 601 601-891-0091. And of course, they're available on DoorDash and Take a Break deliveries. You can see the menu at thebigsalad.com. And I will say this, if you're going to order from Take a Break Deliveries or DoorDash, you know you go to their website and you order, you select The Big Salad from there. But if you want to see the menu, get your catering options and all of that stuff, go to thebigsalad.com. They can, you know, I thought it was really cool, I was doing the commercial for them the other day and wanted to make sure I got as much good information in there as possible. I mentioned, you can actually have a salad bar brought to your work or home or wherever with all the different options. I just thought that was really neat the way their display is, the way they have it set up. Might be something cool for your office party. You can also get a sandwich platter. So uh, get your sad, get your sandwiches and your salads and uh, soups as well for that matter. Check out TheBigSalad.com. And again, call the locally owned number uh, 601-891-0091 and speak to the owner there and he will get you all the information you need for um, their catering stuff as we get through the holiday here. Everybody's gonna have finger foods and dips and turkeys and hams. Do something a little different. Dare to be different. Try the big salad today. All right, let's uh. You know, that's just a certain demographic, of folks of individuals. Like they just get off on calling somebody a racist. Yeah, it's just like they live for it. Like if I call you a racist, it's just a scarlet letter you'll never be able to do anything again because I called you a racist. And just at the end of the day, that don't work anymore. I mean, it may work for a certain segment, but overall, people are fed up. People are fed up with the stupid. People are fed up with cancel culture. And just because you say something doesn't mean it's it's real. Doesn't mean that's the case. So I just want to throw that out there. You know, there was a time where I looked forward to Arguing with Thomas when we first started doing this show. Because it got a lot of clicks and people thought it was funny. And the more we get into all this. And the more the reality of the culture war sets in. And how important 2024 is for taking back this country and saving the soul of America. I don't know if I got time to argue with a crazy person. I, I just, I really don't. It was fun. And now it's just... It's just rehashing. It's like whatever. He hit pause on our last conversation a year ago and just picked right back up in that same spot, having paid no attention to the context of the conversation. If people want to make good, logical arguments, I will sit here and go back and forth with you all day. But if that's the best you got, find another show. Find another show. That's us You know, I got all y'all's text messages on Thomas. We're not going to give him the oxygen. So I do appreciate it. Let's shift gears here a little bit. And shout out to, shout out to Mississippi State, by the way, new head coach, Jeff Lebby. I wasn't excited about it, but I got excited last night. I did. Uh, I think he, I think he may be the guy. I sure hope so, as a Mississippi State fan. He's the offensive coordinator from Oklahoma. He spent two years at Ole Miss as their offensive coordinator, too. So we'll see how it shakes out. Should be an interesting uh, egg bowl, kind of like student versus uh, pupil versus student or teacher versus student, however you say that. <laughs> kind of like when um, Alabama and Ole Miss play when you got Lane Kiffin going up against uh, his former head coach. So, I mean, How about Derek Chauvin? Even if, if, that, if that last conversation upset Thomas, this one definitely will. Let's talk about Derek Chauvin, the man falsely accused of killing St. George Floyd of fentanyl in 2020. I think it was Friday night, sitting around the house, minding my own business, and I get a notification on my phone, and it says, Derek Chauvin stabbed, seriously injured, in prison. I'm like, man... They got this dude in gen Pop. They got this cop that they that they made the face of of white supremacy, that they made the face of uh, racist police. They got th- th- this guy. They got him in gin after what they put him through. After they what after what they put the country through because of what he was involved in. I mean, they tried to Epstein this dude. I feel like they're trying to Epstein this guy, trying to convince him you make make these appeals stop. Quit talking. Quit talking about the, quit talking about it. Quit talking about those autopsies, saying that he died from drug overdose, not a knee in the back of his neck. Shut up talking about it. It seemed like they were trying to send a message. They were they were trying to send Derek Chauvin and anybody else that goes against the narrative and the agenda a message. That's exactly what they were doing. I don't think that was a accident or a random act of violence by any stretch of the imagination. Any stretch of the imagination. After it came out after the third autopsy. people still can't believe Floyd died from a drug overdose that's mind boggling to me. I thought I had the story linked here to it. I guess I didn't save the link, but let's see here if you if you've been living under a rock through the weekend uh And didn't hear the story, I'm almost to it, guys. Y'all bear with me. I know this is exhilaratingly entertaining radio. Well, WLBT's got it so far buried I can't find it anyway. I still can't believe they put Derek Chauvin in Gin Pop. Initially they had him they had him locked up in solitary confinement where he got one hour a day out of his cage and that was literally just put into another outdoor cage for one hour. Zero interaction with other inmates. My understanding was he didn't even have books or a TV or nothing in his cell. Thank you, Sean. This is the one I was looking for. This is on the New York Post. It says, a Supreme Court won't hear... Derek Chauvin's appeal of George Floyd murder conviction. Yeah, this okay, so this wasn't the one actually about the stabbing, but this does bring up a point. The whole the entire machine is behind keeping keeping Floyd, I mean not Floyd, keeping Chauvin locked up. They gotta have a scapegoat. Cause you know, America, I believe, even if they found him innocent, which they sh say sh- if you look at the evidence. I know that video looks bad, and everybody thinks that that's what caused it. And maybe it's a confluence of events. You know, because I'm just going to go out on a limb here, and I'm going to guess when you're jacked up on a lot of speed, because he swallowed, what, an eight ball of amphetamines, laced with fentanyl, whatever. I haven't seen the report here lately, but we all know what happened. Then you put somebody in a high-pressure situation, where like fight or flight, having a dang panic attack, feeling like your life is going to end if you don't get out of that situation. I mean, he worked himself into a shoot, as they say in the wrestling business. Imagine Derek Chauvin's knee on the back of his neck, had his heart rate so far up he was out of his mind that it caused his heart to explode. But he put himself in that situation, and that's the part people keep forgetting about. He threw a fit to get out of the the part of the video they don't show you. He threw a fit to get out of that dang cop car. He was arrested and sitting in the back of the car is perfectly normal. He starts having a panic attack or something. He gets out. They had to subdue him. And then lives in America changed forever because people can't accept the fact that he got himself into that situation. It's why we always talk about. Don't resist, bro do when, when you when you're dealing with the law enforcement. Now I'm all about resisting and fighting back and fighting the power. But but in in certain situations, you have to res, you, if you want to get out of a situation alive, fighting with the cops ain't how you do it. That that's just, it ain't how you do it because no matter what got you in that situation, as emasculating as it can be. I mean I've been down that road. I, I know it sucks. It sucks getting arrested. It sucks being talked to like, like a punk by a cop. I get it. Been there. You know what sucks more than that? Not making it home the next day or the, later that day. Not being able to come home to your kids, your wife, your family. Them having to print t shirts with your face on it, releasing doves, playing sad songs, making your mama cry. That's way worse. Than the option of not coming home, George Floyd could have avoided all that. People would be like, "Well, it was just it was a fake twenty dollar bill. that Ain't worth losing his life over." He didn't lose his life over a fake twenty dollar bill. He lost his life because those cops felt threatened when he wouldn't quit resisting, and they what they were doing was trained. That, that, that knee on the back of the neck thing was taught to them in that police academy. I read the whole story about it last night. It, that was in their training manual. I read the story before, but I was just freshening up so I could rant about it. Minneapolis, Minnesota, police department have as much guilt in this as anybody, if we're going to sit here and say that Chauvin single-handedly killed this dude and then the fact that they sit here and say he killed him because he was black, man, I, I just fail to believe. And I, I know that we're supposed to just all go along, and I, but that, this is where I veer off. We all go we're supposed to just go along and say this was absolutely because of racism. Even if it, even if Chauvin was the cause of his death, I don't believe race had a nickel of anything to do with it. I, I, ref, I refuse to believe that he was like, oh, this is my chance. This is my chance to get a black guy today. I, I don't believe that. You'll never convince me of that. Let's take a break. I'll read your text messages when we come back on the Guns and Gear text line. All right, welcome back into to the Clay Edwards Show. This segment is going to be brought to you by Reliable Rental Equipment right over there on Meadowbrook Road in Jackson guys man they've got it all you need to check out these air tow trailers they're the exclusive uh dealer for these in the southeast you can rent or purchase one uh you just go google airtow trailers and see what they're all about but they drop straight to the ground with the wheel wells on the outside so you can drive your stuff straight up like it's just driving it just completely level with the ground for really low low stuff like uh, scissor lifts and race cars and stuff of that nature. Think of a million reasons why you this something like this would be would be valuable. They also make dump trucks and our dump trailers and all of that stuff as well. So That's air tow trailers. But look, <clears throat> Reliable Rental Equipment has you covered all of your heavy equipment rental needs and then some. Skid steers, tractors, tractor attachments, lifts, mini skid steers, outdoor lighting by Taylor Portable Lighting. Uh, generators, dumpsters, even with the dumpster guide, the rollback dumpsters and dumpsters, they can also provide you with the crew to fill your rollback dumpster or dumpster up. They they offer tree service as well. So if you need a tree cut down, reliable rental equipment can get you going. And they now have side-by-sides and golf carts available for rental or purchase that's Reliable Rental Equipment MS.com. Phone number is 769 572 5285, located at 210 Meadowbrook Road in Jackson. Reliable Rental Equipment MS.com. Tell my buddy Brad Patridge I said hello. All right, lots to digest after that last deal there, that last segment. A lot of information, a lot of text coming in. And uh, let's, do, let's do that. Let's read some guns and gear text here. Try to. Uh, Bobcat says, George Floyd and Derek Chauvin worked at a security at the same nightclub. May have crossed paths, owner said. Yeah, Bob, I'm, I'm familiar with that story. It says, if uh, unknown texture here says, and if he would have been white, everything would be so different, referring to Floyd. Even then, all the white people would have said, "He got what he deserved. He died of an overdose, not from the cop." We just needed a good distraction back then, just another way to turn people against each other. Hey, look. If, if, if I'm black and I live in one of these urban areas, going into an election year, I, I am doing everything I can to behave with the police, because. Democrats have a knack for jumping on these things in election year, and have you turn into have you have a statue of you real quick. Nobody benefits more from the death of black people at the hands of police than the Democrat Party. So take that as you want. I'd be on my Ps and Qs, knowing what they're knowing what what. That they're, uh, they're going to need it, especially with Biden losing to Trump and all the polling. Ooh, it's going 2024 is going to be wild. I got a video of Tucker Carlson. I know I talked about it the other day, and I'll, I'll end up playing this at some point. Tucker gets to predicting some of the stuff. Well, not predicting any particular events, but talking about uh, how, how 2024 is going to be like anything we've never seen. There are some people who don't even think we're going to get to an election. You know, I don't understand what this, a lot of people are like, Trump's going to make himself a dictator. Trump's going to make himself a dictator. Trump can't make himself a dictator. I don't understand where that comes from. You know, the mainstream media also has really ramped up trying to normalize talking about Trump being assassinated. It's, it's, it's really weird. I mean they they're trying to normalize the assassination of Donald Trump. See, so I think I got a little video here. Could you and, I, and all I can do is be like, can you imagine if they talked like that about or if our if our media talked about that concerning Joe Biden or someone. Here uh this is about a minute and a half long. This is basically a compilation of the media, well, this one's talking about this is what they're trying to convince you of that he'll he'll become a he'll be, turn himself into a dictator.
3: He is not only unfit; he is destructive to our democracy, uh, and he has to be uh, he has to be eliminated.
0: You hear that saying Donald Trump has to be eliminated? Basically, calling for the assassination of Donald Trump.
3: He will do, he will get away with, he will imprison, he will execute whoever he's allowed to imprison execute a lot of people have tried to draw similarities between mussolini and hitler the difference though i think makes donald trump even more dangerous because he has actually said out loud that it would be okay to terminate the constitution to keep him in power well hitler was duly elected that's right somebody with those tendencies
2: though dictatorial authoritarian tendencies would be like Oh, okay, we're going to shut this down. We're going to throw these people in jail.
3: Sounds like Nazism. If it, if it walks like Nazism, if you're not exactly sure what you call it if you don't call it fascism.
2: Donald Trump is going to consolidate power, politicize the rule of law, and break down democracy one day at a time. The man means to throw people in jail who disagree with him, yeah. shut down legitimate press right. outlets, do what he can to literally undermine the rule of law and our country's value. Hey, I think it would be... The end of our
3: country as we know it. The only thing that stood between him and the destruction of American democracy was the federal judiciary. No doubt
0: about it. So, if Trump being reelected is going to change the system, our country as we know it, I'm all for it. Because the way I think of it right now is very low. I have a very low opinion. On our country right now. And if Trump can change it as we know it. Then I'm a, I'm probably going to be all for it. I'm just going to be 100 with y'all. All for it. Let's see here. And. I don't think I got enough time to play this. But I got a great video. From. Victor. It Victor David Hanson. Yeah it's 10 minutes. I'm not going to have time. But I will retweet this. If you guys want to go go watch it on my Twitter, it is there, at Save JXN. I'll tell you what, we'll play a minute of it anyway. Let's do this. I think it's uh, very topical here.
3: They look at Trump as a vampire, and they put a stake in his heart, but they're afraid that that state could come out any time, that he's undying, and they're afraid of him. They are terrified of him. You know why they're terrified of him? Because they think he's smarter this time, and he has just caused to really get angry because of what they did to him. They can write all of the Atlantic Monthly, and they can write all the New Yorker clever, glib little essays about Donald Trump was a threat to democracy. Or they can write all their little molly ball Time essays, how clever and brilliant they were with their cabals and their conspiracies to get rid of them. But deep down inside, they know that if the right ever did that to Barack Obama or Joe Biden, They could have really made something out of the fact that Barack Obama had a hot mic expose where he told the president of Russia, you tell Vladimir that I will be flexible on missile defense. That's the security of the United States of America if he gives me space in my last election. And Putin did do that. That's an impeachable offense if a phone call to Ukraine is. So they don't understand that. That the right could have done that to them. And they understand now the right probably will do that to them for their own survival. And they are scared. They're saying that if a mega candidate wins and they win the House and the Senate were cooked because they're going to get special prosecutors and they're going to go after the Biden family like they've never gone after anybody and they're going to find stuff because we know joe was crooked and then they're going to go after mary garland and they're going to go after mayorkas and -hmm. they're not going to stop and that's why they're scared and they're going to do any everybody thinks that the danger passed they got what they wanted no 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 you're never going to see anything like what they're going to do in 2024 all this could have been reconciled all they had to do was say donald trump should not be president, if that's what they believe. And we're not going to do any lawfare. We're not going to try to change the voting laws. We're not going to pack the court. We're not going to let in two states. We're not going to try to abolish the Senate full We're not going to try to change the, uh, v- voting ID laws. We're just going to play under, under the rules that we have. We don't need $419 million by Mark Zuckerberg infused. We don't need Sam Bankman Fried, the crook giving us a hundred million. We're not going to go under the radar with George. So we're just going to show you the American people how we think Donald Trump should not be president and we'll have a feral and they can't do that. They don't trust themselves. They think, you know what? Anybody in his right mind would close that border right now. Close the border. Anybody in his right mind would recall all of those DAs that have destroyed these major cities. Anybody in his right mind would not beg the Saudis or the Venezuelans are the russians are the iranians to pump oil on the eve of a midterm or drain the strategic petroleum when you have so much natural gas and oil and you know, nobody in their right mind would do that and nobody in their right mind would ever just pull out of afghanistan without warning just so joe biden can say that on the 20th anniversary of nine eleven or the original october Uh, invasion of Afghanistan. I'm the president that got us out. Nobody would do that, and nobody would print $6 trillion when there's a pent-up demand post-COVID lockdown, and there's a supply chain disruption, and throw that money without any audit or examination of who got it and why and how it was spent, but to inflate the economy and ruin it. Nobody
0: would do that. All right, I'm going to stop that there, and I'm just uh, retweeting that, at save JXN. It's about 10 minutes long if you want to go watch it. But if you ever wondered why they'll kill Trump, that is why they'll kill Trump. He literally is his own Trump card. All right, welcome back in. As we get ready to land the plane here today, just remind everybody, get out to Burgers, Blues, and Barbecue for lunch today. All three locations, Madison, Brandon, and the brand new Flowood location there at Dogwood. They got a nice blue plate special. Today it's chicken fried chicken or hamburger steak with several sides. And keep them in mind for all of your holiday Catering needs, whether it's 5 or 5,000 people, Burgers, Blues, Barbecue has you covered. You can check them out online, burgersblues.com. Also, you can book now for Christmas Breakfast with Santa. That's right, it's on Saturday, December 16th. It's a Breakfast with Santa and the Grinch at their downtown Brandon location. You can buy tickets for that online now. All right, man, so they we covered a lot of a lot of topics today. We talked about Jackson. We talked about uh, cancel culture. We awoke Thomas from the dead. And we talked about why I think they're going to try to kill Trump. Now, I hope I am wrong. Oh, I hope I'm wrong. Because I believe that, that if they kill Trump, it will bring a wrath down upon them worse than they could have ever imagined they will have awoken the maga if they did that it would have unintended consequences that they cannot fathom if they were to do something so stupid it would absolutely destroy what was left of this country and that may be what their goal is but i believe they'd be going down with it if they did we would have never seen anything like this in Any of our lifetimes. So that's my thoughts on that. Podcast will be available here shortly. com or wherever you download podcasts, stream music, books, videos, and more. I'm everywhere. Follow me on social media at SaveJXN, at SaveJXN on Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, and Facebook. I will see you guys tomorrow. Allison Lee is next.